Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way. Because when we do, we see the evidence of his favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared. You might cry a little bit and you might be tempted to shout a couple yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what he wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hey, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turn top 1% network marketer, turn dream job, living my best life as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and heart set in sync with the father so you can bloom into all he's created you to be? Then let's grow girl. Hey, hey, welcome back to episode four, where I'm going to share with you how you can know if your business is, in all actuality, a ministry. So God literally showed me in my very first entrepreneurial business how I was doing it wrong. And so I am going to share with you a little bit of my story to how I really realized that my business was actually a ministry. Recently, I've heard people refer to it as a business street. And I love that because I think so many of us struggle between knowing, is this a business or is this a ministry? And so I hope that by the end of this, you can answer that question for yourself. Is your business, in fact, a ministry and a way for you to not only make an income, but make an impact and expand God's kingdom. So I'm gonna take you back to my network marketing days. That is where I got started in this entrepreneurial journey. I was a Beachbody coach. Shout out to any Beachbody coaches. Awesome products, awesome programs. I still have bags of Shakeology in my cupboard right now. Um, And so Beachbody literally changed my life. If physically and in so many different other things. So um, one of the things that they do is they talk about at the time, I'm showing my age here, they talked about the three vital behaviors and the three vital behaviors of a successful coach. So they told you this, this blueprint, right, of, okay, if you follow these things, you're going to be successful. And so those three things were, one, be proof that the products work. You can't be a coach in health and fitness, but yet not follow the, the you know, not, not use the products and show people how they change their life too, right? So you obviously we're going to sell something. You want it to work. So number one was be proof that the products work. Number two was to do personal development every day for at least, you know, 15 minutes. This is actually where I got introduced to the whole world of personal development. I didn't even know what that was. And I'm going to tell you guys, I was a teacher. Uh, yes, I taught I taught fourth and fifth grade. And I can't even tell you the last time I read a book. Uh, and, and up until my, my network marketing days. When somebody told me, in order for you to be successful, you've got to read books. You have to read books and you have to apply these things. And this is all about your mind and, and, and growing your mindset like, a, like an entrepreneur and a business owner, right? Well, I was told to do it and so I did it. And so I started reading these books and literally was having so much growth mentally and revelations of, oh my goodness, yes, this is so good. And so I'm still an advocate of personal development. Um, And I uh, 
you know, I used to get women ask me that all the time. Now they ask me, what Bible study should I read? What, what book should I read? What Bible, what version of the Bible should I read? Um, so that just goes to show you how much I've had growth. But anyways, back to the three vital behaviors, which are be proof the product works, do personal development. And the last one was invite, invite, invite. Now, I believe they've added one more to that. Uh, but I think it's like, um, I don't even remember what it is. But anyways, at the time, it was just those three. <sighs> Let me tell you what. I wanted nothing more than to be successful in this business because I desperately, and when I say desperately, I know there is someone here who is trying to build their network marketing business because you are desperate to be home with your babies. And I just want you to know I feel for you. My heart goes out to you. And I want you to know that if God wants you to be home with your babies, he's going to make a way even where there seems to be no way. And so I was going crazy at this business, inviting everybody, reading my personal development. I was being proof the products worked. I was doing my workouts every day. I was drinking my shake. I was posting about it every day on social media, actually three to five times a day. Years ago, that was the rule of thumb post, you know, three to five times a day. Now that is not it. Uh, you know, max, I teach people one to two times a day. If you're building online, you don't need to post more than two times. In fact, you're actually going to end up fighting your own self in the algorithm because uh, there's just a lot of strategy behind that, um, which you can find some of those videos over in the Garden of Favor Facebook group. And I can certainly do some of those trainings here if you guys want more specific business strategies using social media or whatever. But all that to say, I was unapologetically enthusiastically sharing about my health and fitness business and I wanted everybody to be part of it because it literally changed my life and I remember one morning sitting down and I remember I was working relentlessly at this business because I was crying every day that I had to show up for work because all I wanted to do was be home with my baby and do something that I actually really enjoyed. And it fueled my fire, which is great. However, God showed me through that business that, holy moly, he gave me a Holy Spirit spanking. Like, girl, wait a second. You got your priorities a little bit out of whack. So one, be proof that the product works. He's like, uh, you should be proof. Your life should be proof that Jesus works, that I work. When you follow me and my ways, when you consume me daily, like your daily bread, I work. I will transform your life. I will give you all that you need, right? So I was like, oh my goodness. But it didn't stop there. He's like, yeah, and those personal development books that you're doing, wonderful, keep doing those. But um, my word, my, my holy Bible, is literally all you need. Not that you can't find value in other resources, but are you putting more time into reading man's word than you are into reading my word? Woo! I was like, okay, okay, God, I hear you. Oh my goodness. And I was so convicted that I was literally spending hours, hours consuming audible and books uh, in re I was ordering books weekly, consuming, consuming, consuming. And God's like, yeah, you can consume me too. In fact, all that stuff in the, out there, if, if, if it is good stuff, 
then it really originated from God's word. It originated from his truth, his mindset. And so I was like, okay, but it didn't stop there. He's like, yeah. And also this invite thing. When's the last time you invited somebody to a Bible study? When's the last time you invited somebody to church? When's the last time you invited somebody to know who God is? And girlfriend, I was so convicted. But after the conviction part, right, the feeling kind of bad, God also gave me so much enthusiasm and excitement. And that's what God does. When he, when he convicts us of something, he's so gentle. He's so good. He's like, you know, have you ever had to correct your kids? And maybe you're in a lot of anger and sometimes we can, we can yell. But really, if you're calm and you're displaying fruit of the spirit, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control. Like you, there's a different way you deliver the message to your kids. And it's a really calm place that you're, you're correcting them and you're correcting them for their good. But that, that's what God did. He didn't shame me and he doesn't shame you when he convicts you. And I'm sure somebody listening to this is like, oh my goodness, that is convicting. And so what do you have to do? Well, you have to ask for forgiveness just like I did. I had to say, I am so sorry, God, that I was building this business for me. It was all about me. It was all about making money. Just to make money enough to be able to quit my corporate job. That's all. And again, it was all about me doing it. And so in that moment, you know, not only was I recognizing that these three vital behaviors of a, of a coach, an online health and fitness coach, were actually the three vital behaviors of a child of God. That we should be proof that Jesus works to other people. Because our job ultimately here on earth, one, our purpose is to love serve, honor, worship God. That's it. Now, how we get to do that is through our calling. And so God has given me, you know, online business. He's given you a business to be able to fulfill your calling, but your purpose never changes. Your calling can change, especially with seasons of life, but your, your, your purpose never changes. And so with that, God's like, yeah, you need to be proof that I work, that when you do things my way and you follow my guidelines, my boundaries that I set for you, when you, when you live with me, your life is better. You lose, no pun intended, the weight of the world, right? I was losing a lot of, of pregnancy weight when I first joined uh, that company. And then the second part is, you know, where are you getting your, your, where are you getting your cup filled from, right? Is it through a lot of personal development books? Hey, I'll be the first to say, you should not be listening to my podcast or anyone else's podcast more than you were listening to God and his, his voice and, and reading his, his word. Got to set boundaries around that stuff because the enemy is so quick to distract us and to, 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 to keep us from the fullness of God. Listen, we can live surface Christian lives and I believe you can be born again and have the Holy Spirit living in your heart, recognizing that Jesus is your Lord and Savior and that you are a sinner in need of a Savior, but continue to live a surface Christian life. And that is so much, again, my heart is to help women go deeper, that there is deeper access to who God is. There is a deeper understanding of, of him and what he wants for you and who he's calling you to be and just his nature in general. And so there's more access to God. So if you feel like you're living a surface Christian life, like I did most of my life, I want to give you a little hope that there is so much more to God and who he is. So 
that last part too was inviting people. And so that's where a lot of people ask me, how did you become bold in your faith online? Like that's kind of awkward. I've heard you shouldn't bring your faith into, you know, faith, politics, vaccines. Um, you know, there's some of these, some of these topics that are controversial and I'm like, I don't care. Listen, I'm really passionate uh, on my stance on vaccines, but I don't talk about it online. I'm passionate about uh, politics from a, I believe God shows me certain things, right? Um, but I don't post about it online. I am passionate about a lot of things, but I don't necessarily feel compelled to share that with everybody else we talk about in our home. But faith, something I cannot hide. I can't hide it. And I want to encourage you not to hide it. We should be way more concerned about offending God than we are concerned about offending people. And where, where is, we've changed, right? We, we've come to this society where we want to be politically correct. Well, we need to be biblically correct because we answer to God in all that we do and say. And, and we all, you know, but life is but a vapor. It's so short. And if our purpose is to love, worship, glorify, honor God in all we do and say, and to love God and love people, you know, Jesus' command was to go and tell. And I really believe that our lives are an opportunity to go and tell. Now, let me let me make sure, I, I, I feel like I need to make this disclaimer that just because you're a Christian and you're online does not mean that your business every day you have to talk about God and you have to post verses and you have to, you know, pray with your clients. Now, perhaps God's asking you to do that, which is awesome. That's what, that's more my, where he has me, right? I know that my, my avatar, my ideal client, my, you know, my niche, my niche is women who already have somewhat of a foundation in their faith and who want to go deeper and who want to build a business that glorifies and honor God. That I know that's who God's called me to serve. You perhaps might be a Christian. You might have really strong feelings about all of the things. I'm not saying that your business has to be saturated in scripture. And However, how you operate your business should be from a biblical place and a mindset, right? How you speak to people, the, the fruit of the spirit should be evident. Not that you have to say it, but that you, you ooze love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You know, really, confidence is quiet. Insecurities speak loud. So if we constantly have to say, you know, I'm a Christian, like our actions should really speak that more so. So I felt like I had to make that disclaimer because I don't believe that all Christians who have a business are supposed to have, you know, like I said, posting about Bible verses and doing live videos and teaching everybody about God. I think our lives should be a reflection of Jesus, how we talk to people, how we act. Literally, our presence in a room should be light. It should, it should, we should create an atmosphere that is is holy because the holy spirit lives in us and that we're supposed to be lights in this world and so we have an opportunity as children and because we do have the power of the holy spirit we can we can literally literally shift atmospheres because of who who not not who we are but whose we are so I felt like I need to make that disclaimer because I don't feel like every business is going to look the same especially because I'm so bold about my faith and I share it and I have shared it 
forever. Even before I was an online business, I was still sharing verses and whatnot. Now, let me just tell you this too. I wasn't always living those verses. It is one thing to post a verse. It is another thing to live a verse. God's convicted me of that personally. So think about that. You know, before you post something, it's like, hey, do your actions match up to that? Because sometimes I look at my memories on Facebook and I'm like, man, I was so wise. Not really. I had the mindset, but I didn't have the heart set. And so, uh, again, this is so much of the journey is connecting your heart and your mind to be like Christ and to not only know it in your head, but to live it out in, in your heart and in your actions. So all that to say, perhaps you're asking yourself, is my business a ministry? And you're kind of toggling back and forth between, am I supposed to be talking about Jesus? Am I supposed to be posting these things? Well, Perhaps that is what God's asking you to do and he's asking you to serve a certain community of people. And again, I think so much we can, that's, that's the question I want you to ask God today, right? So a lot of the, a lot of the uh, assignments I work with my one-on-one clients about, it's like, listen, you need to sit with the Lord and pray about this. So I'm going to give you an assignment today is to sit with the Lord and pray about this. Who was I created to serve? God, who did you put, I'm put on this earth for a reason. I was created all on purpose, for a purpose, for such a time as this. Who am I supposed to serve? I think that'll really help you identify what your business should sound like, what it should look like. Because if you're called to serve a group of Christian women, then you're able to speak a little more Christianese, right? When I talk about repent or Holy Spirit or, you know, any of these words that, you know, if you've been around church or, or you, you read your Bible for any amount of time, you've probably heard these words, right? Now, if you're called to the secular world, which absolutely there are entrepreneurs who are called to work in the secular world because, well, you need to be the light there for those people. And so your, your messaging is going to be a little different. Your website's going to look a little different, going to have a little bit of different copy. So, Regardless of what it potentially looks like, your business is 1,000% a ministry because your life is a ministry. Everything you do, everything you say, every email that you respond to a client, every transaction you make, everything you purchase, I mean, every single thing you do is a reflection of who you are. And so your life is a ministry. Therefore, your business is a ministry. It will just depend on the blueprints that God has for you in order to create it the way that he wants you to create it. And so going back to that question, who were you created to serve? When you are crystal clear on that answer, it will help you identify the language you're supposed to use and the techniques you're so like all the things, right? There's just different things that you're supposed to use in your business. And so I hope that encourages you today. And I hope some of you perhaps are learning that your business, oh my goodness, I'm not just meant to make an income. I'm meant to make an impact. And beyond that, it's not even about simply making an impact. It's about making an impact for the kingdom, because that is what God has called us to do as his disciples. Go and tell. And when we go and tell, we can do that in a variety of different ways. 
when we're honoring God in our business decisions, in our business connections, in our transactions, in, in our, in our language, everything that we do. So I hope that encourages you today to know that you were created on purpose for a purpose and that you were created to make an income while making an impact. And goodness gracious, I feel like another episode I would definitely need to tackle coming up will be, yes, you have permission to make an income even if your business is a ministry. And I think there's a huge mindset issue around that, especially in the Christian space, because a lot of us feel like, well, it's what we're doing is good and, and it should should it be free because it, it it's a it's a ministry, you know? Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in an upcoming episode. But um, if you liked this episode and you are led to leave a review, please do so. I am so honored to hear from you and what you're loving, what you want more of. Make, make sure you're part of the Garden of Favor Facebook community with thousands of other women who love Jesus and love business. And we are committed to doing business God's way. I would absolutely love it if you hop over there, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you, your business, what you what you do, so we can support you, encourage you, as well as let me know what topics would you like me to cover here in these upcoming episodes. I've got all sorts of ideas And I have all sorts of notes that I've taken, but absolutely want to deliver what you want and what I feel God is asking me to share with you guys. So I love you. I'm going to wrap this up with uh, a quick prayer so that we can leave on a good note. So Heavenly Father, God, thank you so much for the woman listening to this. Thank you for giving her an opportunity to create a business that is a ministry, that is is an opportunity for us to expand your kingdom and to share the good news with everyone we come in contact with, whether that is simply through a smile and through being the light or it's through literally leading someone to Jesus. God, we know that you have created us in order to be disciples and to share the good news and that we can do that in a variety of ways through this business. God, I I pray over the woman listening to this, her business and her business tree that you have given her. God, I pray for your provision. I pray for your divine plans to be made really clear to her so that she understands not only who you have called her to serve, but how you are asking her to serve this community. God, we trust you and we love you and we are so grateful for your mercy, your love, your kindness and your goodness and your faithfulness, God. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name, amen.